Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Who's up for a game of finger cuffs with my mouth and butthole? When somebody looks like a dick, don't you maybe want to see their dick to see if their dick also looks like a dick? As I go into the zone when I'm talking about squats. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is from ballerlifestyle.com it is the baller lifestyle podcast thank you very much for joining the show episode 153 of the program i am as always the host of the show my name is brian beckner if you're new to the program welcome if you're old school if you're og if you're hashtag team current listener you're also welcome thank you very much uh joining me now as is always the case, is our very own Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I was thinking, you know, I, I don't want to get political because we might ruffle some feathers. And I, Uh-oh. And I'm not... You know what happens. And this is, really shouldn't be political. But not political. I gotta say, I, I was impressed. I was I, fa- I thought Saturday was pretty awesome. With the, with uh, like, yeah, I thought it was... Yeah, I like, thought it was cool, too. Grassroots. Yeah, I thought it was just cool. Like, I, I don't know. There's no way men pull that off. No, because <laughs> like, no, we don't care. We just don't care. Like, I thought that was fucking crazy because to start together. the day, I was thinking, all right, you know, I, I saw in New York there were Iraq war protests, you know, even Occupy Wall Street, which was something, but really nothing at the same time. Um, no. Whether or not their intentions were good and they had the right idea, like nothing really made a statement. It was just like, oh, there's some people here protesting, but this was fucking major. And I just thought it was, I thought it was impressive that people like, you know, they're like, all right, well, we need to we need to bother this dude in the way we know it will. And it totally did. Um, totally agree. It's uh, well, two things. Women oftentimes can be their worst enemy in the sense that oftentimes a, a, the biggest detractor of a woman is another woman. And it was good to see women band together and make a point. Secondly, unlike the inauguration where the shithead anarchists showed up and started fucking breaking windows and punching right. Nazis and going crazy, and then that that well, that oh, becomes on. a the, the punching Nazis part was pretty fucking great. No, I didn't mind that either. <laughs> but but, but the, yeah, I know what you're saying. But, there was zero arrests at the uh... yeah the when the anarchists show up and they become a symbol of the thing. Well, guess what? Those fucking assholes hate everything, so that you can't and they have them. zero Just, points. Right, just like the just like the Nazis and the KKK can't be the symbol of the other side because it's just a small faction. The same goes for the anarchists on the other side. Uh, but it was nice to see no rest. It's just a bunch of women walking around saying, "Hey, we're here. We're we want equal rights. We want fair treatment for everyone." And I don't. There, you can't really argue with that. That's what I said. Of, it shouldn't have been a political. Yeah. What I was saying was it's political, political, but I'm sure yeah. people will take it as that. Yeah. Get out there. Get out there and march. Peacefully convene. It's a beautiful thing. 
Uh, I watch uh, confirmed, by the way. As I said last week, the NFL is fucking boring. <laughs> it really is. I watched maybe ten minutes this weekend. Watched a li- well, I watched those. I mean, I had them on. I won't say I watched. It's one of those things. Like if the games were mo- more exciting, I wouldn't look at my phone so much. Other than Fancy Sauce pointing out to me that um, Tom Brady was no longer hot because he shot two giant uh, farmer snots into the dirt <laughs> and that giant jacket. Um, I didn't really pay attention to the game because it was boring because that, that rapist Ben Roethlisberger was getting his ass kicked. And the, the, the Patriots, as were, they were anointed all season, have moved on to the Super Bowl, as everybody expected. Boring. And guess what? The Super Bowl is going to be boring, too, because NFL games, by and large, are boring. The emperor has no clothes. Yeah. Bottom line. It was real, really boring. Like Really boring. I, I tuned in for like probably a total like i said 10 10 minutes of of game of clock time in the two games combined like yeah i just would watch like three minutes here and there and each time it was like all right like i did see one cool play by julio jones where he just clowned an entire defense but beyond that like i didn't see anything fun it was just blowouts and terrible yeah agreed boring there's been exactly one exciting nfl playoff game one (laughs) this is you're you're, the Major League Baseball playoffs, there's four exciting games in every series. The, the, don't even get me started on the NHL. That's the best playoffs of all. Even even beyond the first round of the NBA playoffs, well, there's just, some good games. Just think that we just were treated to a national title game that was awesome with Clemson and Bama. Amazing. And then, Off the charts. And then, then we get this steaming turd of NFL playoffs. So exciting. Back and forth scoring in the last two minutes of the game. Like, really, really interesting. Guys going all out. This NFL, dull, start, stop, commercial, wait. Oh, we got, oh, it's third down. Oh, this guy, that guy can't play on third down. Oh, we got to bring in a different guy. This guy only plays. Third down specialist. Yeah, we only, we need different guys for different downs. Ooh, it's second and five. We, we need these guys in. Wait, it's second and six. Oh, all different guys. We've got to bring in all different guys for second and six. Fuck that. NFL, get, you needs to, they need to take the helmets off. They need to do, they need to do something to shake up the game. They need to make it so they can't substitute constantly. They, there has to be something to speed that game up and make it more interesting because the emperor has no clothes. It's boring. I will say this. There was one exciting thing about the, about the AFC championship okay. game yesterday, other than me trying to explain to our very own fancy sauce, the AFC, NFC, mm. the conferences and the divisions and not did just not did you go There's back to the uh, the the original setup yes yeah broadway yeah, joe the a- yes the, the the merger the afl nfl merger and it just was not it was not uh, it wasn't getting through <laughs> and it's and so i've given up um so that was that but that was only at my house but what i did find interesting was um bob craft robert craft owner of the new england patriots accepting his uh, AFC championship trophy or whatever it is from Jim Nance. And the guy was fucking shit-faced. What? <laughs> he, he was? He was shit-faced. He wasn't like a little bit like, oh, you could tell he's been drinking. The guy was hammered. He was slurring. He, he was, Every word he said was slurred, barely intelligible. And then at some point, he just like couldn't make the... Uh, 
He did something that I often do on this show, except I'm sober. There's a lot more pressure when you're talking to the microphone. He, he did a thing where he was like trying to make a point and then he just uh, like didn't have any more words. Yeah. So he just I, yeah, stopped talking. Yeah, it's, it's the pressure. Of the he microphone. just stopped talking with his mouth agape and just kind of stared at the camera. The dude was hammered. And the whole time I was watching the game, they kept showing Gronk is hurt. But he's up there in the owner's box watching the game. He's in a suit. He's watching the game. And I, sit, I see in front of him he's got a water bottle. And I go... You know, I wonder, I go, because this Gronk, he's a yeah, big he's drinker. On the team. He's on the team. Everybody knows he loves to party. He's from Buffalo. That guy went to U of A. You know, he's a, he's a well-known guy that likes to have a good time. Everybody loves him. It's part of his brand. And I'm thinking to myself, I see him. He's got a bottle of water in front of him. And I go, I remember, I remember Jeremy Shockey at the Super Bowl. Like, he was on the team, but he was hurt, and he had a cocktail. And I thought to myself... Could could Gronk be having a cocktail right now? Like, is it? Would that is that? How, and I go wait. I thought about it a few minutes. I go wait. He's at work. Like he's yeah. He's at a football game, and yeah, he can't physically play in the game. But he might have to be interviewed in the locker room after the game. People might want to talk to him. I go. It's probably best that he had not have a cocktail. I go and I think to myself, all those guys are sort of at work. So they're not, you know, they're probably not drinking. They're probably, you know, they win the game. They'll go out afterwards. They'll, you know, party on the plane or whatever. And then this Robert Kraft, he comes on to be interviewed by Jim Nance. And the de- proving me wrong, proving I know nothing. I know this guy owns the team. The, the guy was hammered. He was drunk. He knew he was going to be on TV. And he didn't give a fuck because he's like, well, I'm a billionaire and I'll be drunk on TV. Who cares? I mean, the guy is an egomaniac who wears French cuffs. But... I, I don't know if I can blame him for two reasons. One, it's not like this is his first AFC Championship game. Like, oh. he's been to, what, 10, 12? Yeah. He's there every year. I mean, they're there almost every year. And on top of that, uh, I've I've sat in the, uh, the skyboxes. And there's so yeah. much just, it's just everything's right there in front of you. Even, not just that it's free, but it's like all just right there. Like yeah. when you have to get a beer or or a cocktail at a game, you have to wait. You have to go do something to get it. Like there's totally. there's an earning it process. When when you're in these skyboxes, it's just everything's right there for you all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm surprised true. it doesn't happen more often. I'm not saying that this guy shouldn't be a, a, a more of a pro, but I'm just surprised it doesn't. Guys, don't slip up. Yeah, to- no, I agree, and I, I don't, I don't want to come off as judging Robert Kraft. Like this guy can do whatever he wants. This guy's balling out. Whatever. He can do whatever the he, fuck he, he made wants. Made a bunch of money. It's just kind of funny. Fuck yeah. him. Is that his? Is that his business paper? Yeah, like I think so. I think it's like, you know, he he was in the right spot when uh, computers became a thing, and oh, everybody's yeah. printing uh-huh. and faxes and all that shit. Yeah. And I think that he was. He's not the Kraft cheese guy. I think he's like. I think he's I a paper know. dude. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Uh, well, yeah, that, that was the most interesting thing about the, the two championship games. And now we got two weeks of people jerking off. Oh, I noticed that the pro bowl is in between and is, and it, as if the pro bowl weren't boring enough for some reason, they've put it in the, the asshole of America, Orlando. Like of all, like I went to, I went to some conference, some bond conference 
in yeah. Orlando. Yes. And I was like, all right. And we had to be there at a, on, like over a weekend. So I was there on a Sunday and I was thinking, all right, well, I have some clients like, well, why, we'll go somewhere, watch some games. And like, you know, it's an easy, relaxing atmosphere. And like, you don't have a choice. You have to be doing something at Disney. Like I yeah. had to find a sports bar yeah. in Disney. Fuck that place. Yeah, everything, every road angles you into a theme park or a theme park <laughs> Yeah, or some, if it's not Disney, yes. it's some other fucking, you know, yes. Wally World, whatever the fuck it is. But like, uh, yeah, like you have to go through the gates of some stupid, you know, theme park, even though it's a bunch of people in their 30s. Like there are no children involved, and you still gotta walk through the the gates, and it's, totally. it's a creepy feeling. Orla- Orlando's a shithole, and the and the Pro Bowl it was kind of it's not. I mean, the Pro Bowl has never been watchable, never. but when it's in Hawaii, it's kind of they do oh, yeah, a bunch of packages. Right. So of, these fucking yeah, guys. I noticed that in a especially high number of guys were uh, were opting out of doing it. Maybe that's it. They're not even getting a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Right. They used to get, that's how they got them to go. If you want John Elway to, to show up and throw a couple Hail, Mar- Hail Marys, easy for me to say, in the Pro Bowl, you got to buy him a fucking ticket to Oahu. I did read, now, I did read today that the payouts, it seems like it's still the payouts from 1983. Like the winner gets like 12 grand or something, something like ridiculous. 20 grand. Yes. These guys are made, some of these guys, like quarterbacks, are making $20 million a year. Like what? I'm gonna I'm gonna risk just taking a, a you know some guy rolling into my knee, and and you end up with like because everybody opts out so that the MVP ends up being like Josh McCown, right, 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 or but Brock Osweiler, right? You're you're like eight, eight deep, eight deep per league in quarterbacks because everybody's like nah, fuck that. And if you go to the Super Bowl, those two quarterbacks are out. And the thing is, is they don't they can't put a bullet. They can't old yeller the Pro Bowl because shockingly, miraculously, to to uh, my brain can't even comprehend it. People fucking still watch this thing on TV. That'll get better ratings than Game 7 of the World Series. Yes, it's people. So we should take a page out of the book of women, Ed. Yeah. And we should start a grassroots effort. Fuck the Pro Bowl. To a fuck, a fuck the Pro Bowl hashtag where we all agree as men, as as solidified in solidarity, men amongst men, that we refuse to watch the Pro Bowl. Won't be hard for me because I haven't seen a Pro Bowl since probably 1989. I think I think when I was like when I was in second grade, I was like pumped for the NFC because I was like the league. Of my yes. team. I was like, yeah. yeah. And then my dad's yeah. like, no, no. You don't need to watch this. And I didn't understand. I was like, how can you not want to watch this? And then like, you just <laughs> oh, get, you get a couple years older and you're like, what the fuck is this? It doesn't I even know. resemble the sport. I was, I was a Rams fan. So Jim Everett was in the pro bowl. He was the guy always put up good numbers. So he was a, usually a pro bowl guy. Yeah. And so I was always like, oh yeah, Jim Everett, Flipper Anderson. Like, yes, this is, <laughs> this is my game. Like <laughs> these guys don't win in the playoffs, but they're going to fuck up the pro bowl. <laughs> But now I'm an adult. Yeah. I know better. Yeah, it's like, it's like fucking wrestling. Yes, yes, oh, exactly. Spe- speaking of wrestling, going back to the yeah. women's march, Mich- Michelle, uh, I guess on Facebook, like started yes. sparring with some of my oh, no. redneck cousins. Oh, no. And I was like, Michelle, and she was like getting fired up and she's crafting these responses. And I oh, go, yeah. Michelle, these people, I think they watch wrestling. Like you yes. can't, you 
you can't. There's no point in doing this. Just, I was like, did did you notice I'm not Facebook friends with them? Like, no, absolutely. Your own not. cousins. Yes, that's that's a good comeback. Do you watch wrestling? Yeah. Excuse me. Do you watch wrestling? I'm positive her husband does. Because I remember at a wedding, Speak- I, I overheard him like talking, like it like actually happened. Like last yeah, yeah. last summer, I heard him talking about like something to a guy. He's like. Did you see when Steel jumped off or whoever the fuck the guy's name was? And I was like, <laughs> shut up. I was like, shut up. Uh, I think he's really talking about wrestling. What? Oh, shut up. What's happening shut here? Up. Yeah, I've got, you know, I've got some peasant stock in me. I saw that, speaking of wrestling, uh, so I only know wrestlers from when I was eight. Yeah, and I saw sure. that Jimmy Superfly Snuka died. Right. And I also saw that he was—he just recently was not able to be tried for a murder that he probably committed in the eighties. I read a pretty extensive take on the whole thing, and it was yeah. like he definitely did it. But they're like, "Oh no, this guy's got—you know, this guy's out yeah. of gas." So we're just gonna let—we're <laughs> just gonna let him sputter to a halt. But like, he definitely yeah. murdered someone, and they're just like, yeah. "Well, he's about to get the death penalty in like a week Mur- and a half." Murdered his girlfriend in a motel. Yeah, like, and his excuse was like, "Really? Well, no, I of course I always let her go drive in the middle of the night by herself or something like." Yes. It's like what? Yeah. That's her thing. <laughs> right. At two in the morning, she likes to get yeah. up and drive down uh, unmarked roads. Uh, R.I.P. Jim- Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Okay. <laughs> Any, anything else before I get to the emails, Ed? Okay. First email. Ballers. Oh, this is this is a pretty good one. This is the kind of stuff I like. I like, we have a community here. Yeah. If you are on, I, I'll admit though, I haven't been doing a good job sharing stuff on our Facebook page, but go to Facebook slash the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, like our Facebook page there, because we do have a community of guys and of people, women. We actually have quite a few female listeners. Of course we do. We have a, we have a, a swath of America that pays attention to the show. But this guy, I read this already, this guy is reaching out because someone else reached out to us a few weeks ago and was like wanted help with people coming into his office and bugging him all the time and how does he get rid of them in a nice way. This guy has excellent advice. Ballers from episode 150. Here is the best advice for your fellow baller, Ross, about people coming in his office to waste his time. Instead of effectively ignoring them, Ed's misguided advice, which could get you fired, or (laughs) hyper-focusing on them, Brian's misguided advice, which will lead to more time-wasting episodes in the future, this is my solution that has worked for me for years. As said time-waster enters your office, stand up. They will stop approaching and maybe even take (laughs) half a step back. Good. If they ask if now is a good time to talk, say yes. Let them continue and slowly take a small step towards them every few seconds. The awkwardness of it will make them wrap up their bullshit in under two minutes. And when they finally concede in this unspoken battle for your time and livelihood, continue walking out of your office and use the restroom or go to the pantry for a coffee as though you were going to get up and walk out of your office anywhere. There is your solution for Ross and all of your other ballers. Brian, Ed, Fancy, keep up the solid work. That's from Toe Cutter. Excellent. Toe Cutter, it's excellent. And he adds a P.S. Brian, 
release the damn voicemail. This is the slowest reveal in media history. It's true. Okay. It's true. This is kind anyway. of turning into tax returns here. Like, just I feel like I've built. I feel like I've built it up too much. It is. It's it, just to just me, cut out a good like like a good five or ten second oh. part of it. Just I don't. Well, yeah, I don't think it's too long, but yeah, it could probably be trimmed down. The audio quality is not. You great. keep saying that like anybody gives a shit. If we hear a grainy uh, audio of some chick going nuts, it's worth it. It is. It is. It is audio tape of a woman in crisis attacking me in a very, very aggressive manner. So people will like that. Here's what we'll do. Next week, we will play that as part of our Patreon. Oh content. yeah. Next week. Patreon.com. After the show, you go there. So tune in next week to Patreon.com slash the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. If you are a contributor to our Patreon page, you will be able to finally hear Beckner's crazy ex-girlfriend attacking me after an awkward confrontation in a bagel shop. And I will explain it all next week. Excellent. Another email. Gentlemen. During this past weekend, I have been bombarded with people that are determined to show the worst in what America has to offer. The division in this country is so vast that civility is no longer an option. I'm talking, of course, about the radicals that have yet to take down their Christmas decorations. (laughs) Ed, there is, well, there was a bunch of people on my street that did not take their shit down. I saw a tree like four or five days ago on the curb. It's like, what? what the fuck's going on? Down, down the end of my block, as just where you drive into the neighborhood. Yeah, someone had put up one of the shoddiest Christmas displays I'd ever seen. It was like big, giant ornaments, like maybe mm-hmm. like like the the size of a um, like a volleyball, hung maybe six or seven of them hung from their tree, the tree in their front yard, and then mm-hmm. a cup, and then a couple of them hung from like the light sconces on either side of their garage. There's probably about eight or 10 of these things up. Jeez. The whole, the whole, it was a sad display. It was not. It doesn't sound like fun. There there was no accompanying lights. There was nothing. There's nothing but these stupid ornaments in their tree and on their lights. The, the, the display was up until this weekend. The whole thing would have taken less than two minutes to remove and probably took less than two minutes to put up. But these lazy bastards I mean, left. really they, lazy. Unless they, they were, the, were they out of town? No, they were there. I saw their cars on the driveway. They left these fucking things up the whole month of January nearly. And then they took them down and the dumbass I see has did not notice the two on the lights. So there's just two red ornament balls <laughs> hanging on either side of this jackass's garage door. <laughs> Unbelievable. It is it is weird. And I know that um I know that in at least some Hispanic communities the uh the three kings is like a continuation. Is that true? Up, but but that's like that's got to be in the first week or so of January. Like I've never so heard of this. I, I think I think because I knew a, a Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican? yeah, Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican. Yeah. and I thought some maybe Mexican too. Yeah. Um, but Three Kings is like I think that's what the Twelve Days of Christmas is. Right. I think, oh yeah. 
I think that's the twelfth day after Christmas. Something the, like that. These are the dudes that rolled up with the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh. Yeah. Right. Here, right. here's some fucking smoke. Here. Yeah, is, that what, is that what? Is that, oh, that's frankincense. What's frankincense. Myrrh? Myrrh? Do you know what myrrh is? I know what gold like, is. It's probably. I mean, it's probably like um, if I had to guess without looking it up, it's probably like some sort of fucking seeds crop right, or something. Right. Some yes. Bullshit. Fair enough. Right? I mean, these, these were dark times. That's but anyway. Yeah. That's, that's got to be no. – it's got to be earlier than January 10th. So yeah. we're, we're working on the fourth week of January. That's not okay. J- January 1 is the day. That's, that's the day. You have a week between Christmas and New Year's. If, you want, if you're into leaving that shit up, you can leave it up until the first day of the next year. And then get yeah. that shit the fuck down. This it's, year – It's unsightly. This year, Michelle wanted to wait until January 1st. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found it to be a big bummer. I, I, I yeah. think I want it out like 27th or so. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Like the next day, I usually take it down. It's that, you know, unless I'm out of town or something, it's I get up the day after Christmas and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. Let's clean it up. Let's get it yeah, man, I, I like, I like the, the tree and everything, but like, yeah, I'm, great. I'm done. I'm done with it when, when Christmas is over. Yeah. And it's a, I don't, I have a fake tree, but if you have a real tree, it's really, you, you should have it out there for the trash man the next week because it's, yeah. a, it's really bad for your look. If it's like two weeks later and you're just now putting out your dirty ass tree. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, you can see when people put it out. Like that's totally. what I said. Like a few days ago, somebody had awful. the tree on the curb. What? Awful, awful. Uh, it's a horrible blemish on society. Not only is a neighbor too lazy to take them down, they can't even make an effort to turn off the automatic lights so you don't see them at night. <laughs> horrible. Just as bad as the monster that still has that damn Rudolph nose on the grill of their Infinity SUV. <laughs> that's I mean, that's te- that's terrible. At yeah, all times. Totally need, agree. I mean, like, or the antlers. Like, let's totally just agree. pump the brakes. Totally agree. Just calm down. It 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 reeks of a, a single woman in her 50s that owns right. lots of cats. Yeah, that's cat lady behavior. Yeah, that's 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 what I see when I see that Rudolph. Um, Infinity SUV, lighting the way to every smoothie king in town. Yeah, he gets it. These These homegrown terrorists must be stopped. Else we will be the ones shown on news segments for BBC and Al Jazeera. And people in the Middle East will say, well, at least we're not that bad. He's got a point. Anyway, enough of that. Time to get to important business with some Daily's Choice. Hit it. For the uninitiated, I know I explain this every week. Sorry, guys, bear with me. For the uninitiated, this is a game that we play on this show. It's made up by our very own Rights of Bill, where we where we imagine a world where Ed Daly is confronted with a choice between two relatively well-known penises to observe at the urinal. He only has time to look at one. He's got to make a choice. Round one, brotherly love round. And this is like a Sophie's choice, Ed. Rex versus Rob Ryan. Who's dog well, are you looking at? Defensive I mean, they, coordinator edition. They've got, they could both, they could, one could commit a crime and the other one could be framed for it because they've yeah. had the same DNA. Yeah. Yeah. They're twins. They, they must have the same cock, right? Right. However, so now you're looking at what accompanies that. Now, Rob looks pretty unkempt. He's Rex, got long hair. We know Rex is into 
certain types of porn. Yeah, he's got a foot so, fetish. Right, but he must know just sort of standard grooming tips. Oh, good so, call. Yes, interesting. I mean, Rob, Rob, that could look like fucking old man winter down there. I, yeah, don't, I don't know yeah. what's going on. I'm going Rex. I don't want to see what's Rob it, doing with Rob. Well, based on, I hadn't really thought about it, but based on your logic, I think I'm checking out Rob. Like, you want to see just how like, crazy it gets down yeah, there? Yeah, this has got to be a mess. Like, it's... It's like a, it's like a, a, a thicket. It's That's like true. A, I don't need like a, a groomed Ryan Dick. I, yeah, I want yeah. the, it's I like, want it's the like Yukon a, Cornelius down right, there. A gray and black bramble bush <laughs> of, of hubis. Thicket uh, and underbrush. Okay. Round two, sisterly hate round. Michael Moore, documentarian, known liberal, evil liberal Michael Moore versus smarmy, wee comic Bill Maher. Uh, Moore is really gross to look at. Yeah. I, I'm not convinced that's his real hair. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's always wearing that stupid hat. He's, I know. He's trying, to, he's trying the Ron Howard thing. Yeah, a lot of times guys will have a wig under that hat. Um, but I will say this about Moore. He bangs lots of black women. And I just don't think they're going to stand for mediocre equipment. Great point. So I have a feeling he probably has a good rig. Yeah. Yeah, put together. Interesting. Mm. Also, I believe he's from New Jersey, as are you. He is. He's from New Jersey, I yeah. think. But yeah. I, I mean, he, he's he's a he's a California guy forever, right? Uh, I I that's a tough one. Michael Moore. Um, I he's like disgusting. some of his I like some of his movies, but the I, like I like them best because he's not typically in them. Or I, or I guess he is. I'm but not maybe saying it, that he's never made a salient point. I'm talking about physically, he's gross. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't really, I'm not really into looking at him clothed. So right, right. Unclothed. You want him to pull that hat all the yeah. way down. And and Bill Maher, known coxman, spends a lot of time at the Playboy right. Mansion. Confirmed bachelor, only bangs hotties. So yeah, and black and has a penchant, much like Robert De Niro. Loves, yeah, he's got a Bobby D in him. Yeah, loves the sisters. Okay, and round three, real fucking men round. Robert Loja versus James Tolkien, a.k.a. Principal Strickland from Back to the Future. Now, this was a huge insult. Yeah. He's he's clarifying who James Tolkien is? Well, I know you know. I mean, come on. Well, I, wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't have known. Uh, well, anyway, I feel like we already know what Tolkien's dick looks like because he kind of looks like a penis. Yeah, he does. He looks like a dick. His 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 dick just looks he like him. He and Paul Schaefer look like pe- in Moby. Yes, they look yes. like penises. Moby. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go with the unknown. I'm going with Loja. <laughs> Wait, is uh, as as Robert Loja? Um... I think he's he gone passed, yonder. Has he passed on? Because then you really don't want to see his dick. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's we're, we're assuming everyone's uh, uh, alive. Okay. Like if All somebody right. says yeah. Elvis or, you know, Lennon or whatever, we're, we're not thinking who's more decomposed at this point. When somebody, when somebody looks like a dick, don't, don't you maybe want to see their dick to see if their dick also looks I don't know, like I a feel dick? Like, I feel like they're just, they, they, they look the same upside down as they do right side up, those guys. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's redundant to look at his penis. Okay. Until next time, that's from our very own Rights of Bill. Excellent job. Baby's choice, it's a choice I made. 
Okay, Ed, this is we've been talking a lot of sports already. Let's let's get into yeah. some more sports. Let's see what the big stories are this week. What do you got? Well, let's go to maybe the greatest uh, receiver of all time. Jerry Rice was recent, recently featured in a Popeyes commercial. It went over about as well as a turd in a punch bowl. The Hall of Fame receiver already got in trouble over the last few months when he said all lives matter, which appeared to be a criticism of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now he's caught people's attention again with this commercial, which featured him wearing a Popeye's football helmet with a rotating chicken wing on the face mask. The, the comments on the YouTube page of the commercial were littered with people criticizing Rice for participating in this ad. Jerry just set us back, uh, as black people, back 437 years, one user wrote. Thanks, Jerry. We're slaves again. Uh, Brian, two things. Yeah. yeah. One, considering Jerry Rice is worth like $50 million, yeah. I, I, I looked up... I looked up his uh, his football earnings, and it was like twenty five, and that's yeah. not including his endorsements. Sure. Why does he need to do this shit? He also dressed up in a Cowboys uniform, which pissed off Niners yeah. fans. Like he's 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 doing real hacky commercials. Broncos, but, Raiders, yeah, yeah. But consider, and then part two, considering fried chicken is one of the most delicious things on earth. Delightful. Why are black Why are black people shamed whenever they like it? I know it's bullshit. It's it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle has a bit about that when he went oh, to. Yeah. He's like, I think I'll have, and the guy's like, the chicken. <laughs> like, I don't. Yes. And he goes, I love it because I remember one. He goes, I never want to eat it in front of a white person because he'll be like, look at him, he loves it. Yeah. Look. Yes. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he's like, I I thought I liked chicken because it was delicious. Turns out I'm genetically predisposed to like a chicken because I'm black. Um, I, I've seen this commercial and it did not, it wasn't um, over. You know how like things pop out as being racist and you're like, oh shit, I can't believe they did that. I I did not get that vibe. I, I didn't get a racist thing off this commercial, but it is a very disgusting commercial. It's like a thing. I hate when people, I don't like to see people eating and I don't like to see people eating in weird ways. So I don't like the, um, I don't like when Paris Hilton takes a big bite of a sloppy burger. And this one, it's like a rotisserie attached to his helmet so he can just like eat the chicken as it goes by. And that looks very messy and gross to me. Like just, you would just eat the chicken with your hands. Like there's, you don't need a rotisserie to rotate the, the, the chicken leg in your mouth. Also chick rankings of pieces of chicken, chicken leg is the worst piece of chicken. Get the breast. Yeah. You got, well, the breast. I go, I like the wing, the wing. Oh, but we're talking about like a, like a Popeye's go bucket. That's usually what they're, they yeah. put they don't put wings in that, right? I mean, no, I like no, wings. They probably but... don't. Yeah, you, you know what's good? A thigh. It's only got one bone in it. One right. bone. You go right around that bone. You're good to go. Uh, the point is, is I don't think I don't think this is particularly uh, racially motivated. I, and also, I don't think I don't. I think it look. I don't think it looks racially motivated. But yeah. you know, I get that it's a touchy subject, and he sure. doesn't need to do it. He, no, he doesn't need to do it. But also, it's free money. Like. I don't it's, know. It's just like what, not, how, what? What is enough? Like this gives the same. This commercial gives the same deuce chills as Joe Montana and the Sketchers ads. Yeah, and it's like, bad. like Carl, how Carl Malone. It, yeah, like how much is enough? Yeah. Like, do you well, need? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I remember it was a big deal when when uh, Eric Clapton sold one of his songs after midnight. 
one of one of his terrible Eric Clapton songs to uh, to, to like Michelob. Yeah. Whatever happened to Michelob? Is that still around? It's just there were a lot dressed. of commercials when we were kids. I don't yeah. know if I've even heard of it in the last. It's just dressed up Budweiser. You guys know that, right? It's just it's just they just put a black label on some Budweiser and they call it Michelob. And they and they <laughs> the and then night belongs of, to Michelob. Yeah, instead of four ninety nine a six pack, they get seven ninety nine off you. Just and it's just the same stuff, the same alcohol, same taste. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah. I mean. I mean, I get if you're like, well, I'll work, Madison. I'll work a day and get this. Yeah. But at the same time, like you, Jerry Rice could get, he could get like ads, like real ads. You, yeah, of, that's like, what where I he's gonna wear costumes and shit. Like, like have some yeah. fucking pride, buddy. Is is like is like one of the big boys at Gatorade knocking down his door. That's those are the those are the spots you want to get. Like, he's Jerry Rice. I mean, yeah. just show Bud a Light. little bit of charisma, and you're gonna get that ad. You're Jerry Rice. I will. I will say this about Jerry Rice. He's very effet. He was one of my yeah. all-time favorite players. The guy was amazing. Loved watching him play. One of the best. But I will say this, and I, I, and I'll, I won't give any names here. But somebody that I know was producing a television show, and Jerry Rice was a guest. And at one point, Jerry Rice asked if they could take a break. So he could put some lotion on his legs. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I'm not. I won't. I won't give up the you name know, of the typ- person. Typical guys, though. <laughs> just, just a person that I, <laughs> a person that I know said Jerry Rice specifically said, "Hey, hey, hold on. Can we stop for a second? I need to put some lotion on my legs." <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, your buddy said that? You'd be like, "What? What? What?" <laughs> How, how how many times in your life have you put lotion on your legs? Much much less in mixed company and with people you don't know. Where you're like, hey, hold up, hold up, guys. Like, it couldn't wait. I could go weeks without putting lotion on my legs. I've gone a lifetime without putting lotion on my exactly. legs. I've never ever. I, I mean, sunscreen is one thing, but no, yeah. The only time you do that is if you're burning on a golf course. You're like, hang on, I gotta, I gotta put some yes. shit on my legs. Yeah, <laughs> let me put some shit on. Okay, what else? At 3 a.m. the night before the AFC Championship game, 25-year-old Dennis Harrison of East Boston went into the Steelers hotel and pulled the fire alarm to disrupt their sleep. The alarm sounded for about a half hour, and then everyone was about, uh, allowed to go back to sleep. For his trouble, he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, disturbing the peace, and pulling a false alarm. Brian, considering. His team was a touchdown favorite, and the Patriots have already already been to six Super Bowls this century. Is this the most Boston sports fan moment of all time? Yeah, I'm surprised this guy's name isn't like Sully or yeah. McClanahan. Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. He's, he's Denny. Pull Denny the alarm, Harrison. Tommy. Fucking Do Christ. it for Tom Brady. It's not like, like if this was a Detroit Lions fan who's like, Motherfucker, we need to make yeah. a Super Bowl yeah. once in my lifetime. This is a guy that, like, every year they're going to the Super Bowl. It's yeah, it's like the Sacramento Kings tried to poison Kobe that one time with that with that uh, with that uh, room service cheeseburger that he got and made him sick. That's that's what you expect out of Sacramento. Like, what? When else are they going to have a chance to get to the finals? When are they going to be in another game seven? You know, that's you expect that out of Sacramento. Wait, is but, this the series where they cheat? The, the refs cheated for the Lakers. Well, I mean, all of a sudden, a lot of fouls started happening in that fourth quarter. 
And it's just, you know, what are you going to do? You got to call him like you see him, Ed. These guys yeah. are fouling people. Yeah, totally fouling. You got to start blowing that whistle. Like Chris Weber gets a little handsy inside on Shaq. Shaq's going to the line. That's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, you come on, Boston. You're better than that. No, you're not. You guys, no, you're not. <laughs> That's it. Should be a secret where the where the or you know what the you know what the the these NFL teams should start doing. What Airbnb, and then you control everything, or you bring your own staff with you, and it's just you clear out the hotel and you go. There's no. No one's allowed in this hotel. We've booked the entire hotel, they, and they and you have to like vet the workers, like like when uh, like when the president goes on tour. You right. know, it's, yeah, everybody needs everybody needs a full on check. You can't have you can't have one of these mass holes running around and pulling fire alarms. Well, I think also he should because he woke them all up at three in the morning. I think they should say, "All right, your punishment. You got to go door to door and apologize to each guy." <laughs> and like maybe one door you get the punter maybe one door you get james harrison yeah, start start with james harrison maybe, maybe one door you get ben roethlisberger and he just sodomizes you you yeah, don't know yeah, yeah. but it's it's you know you're just gonna have to roll the dice hey i you know how you woke up at three in the morning before one of the biggest games of your life yeah, yeah i i pulled the alarm because i'm i'm a patriots fan yeah i'm on the reasonable team. action for a grown yes. man to it's do it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy you're not on the team dipshit they're not paying you. Uh, I just, I've never been able to get over that Ben Roethlisberger thing. Like, I don't, I just can't. Everybody seems to have gotten over it except I for know. us. I just can't. It's just one of those things that I just can't let go. I don't, I don't know. It's just. I'm not going to. I don't think you li- ever live that one down. Uh, okay. Anything else? Uh, one more. After the Hall of Fame voting was announced last week and Tim Raines got in like 12 years too late. Uh, Tim Rock Raines. Kurt Schilling got a tweet from a guy with 43 followers named at Sidney Ponson. Congrats on the Hall of Fame. Schilling was on fire. Are you the real Sidney Ponson? Did you actually play Major League Baseball? Is this the fat-ass, underachieving former Major League play- pitcher who pissed away a potentially Hall of Fame career? Well done. When someone tried to correct him, 43 followers? That's a fake account. Schilling kept going. It's him. No debate or verification needed. Someone else responded, it says on his page, not the real Sid. Schilling dug his heels in even more. Don't care. Know for a fact it is. More more people pointed out how it's fake, and Schilling kept insisting he knew the truth. Now, Brian, we got a few things at play here. One, is Kurt Schilling in any position to call anyone else a fat ass? No, he's so fat. Two, Considering Schilling's Twitter account name is at Gehrig38, does he think he's actually Lou Gehrig? (laughs) And three, considering his adamant refusal to believe proven facts, is it any surprise Dirty Kurt is Trump's biggest supporter? He is. He is. I love that. I love when stupid people think they're really smart. Like he thinks he's always the smartest guy in the room. He's always like mansplaining shit to people. Like he's, he is an authority on everything. He knows that fucking Muslims are out to get everybody and he knows how to make video games. And he knows that's fucking Sidney Ponson trying to come after him. Was Sidney Ponson uh, a, uh, was he an Oriole? He was, I think that's, Probably most of his career. He was like, you know, the pitcher's like, if he can just put it together. And it was like, yeah, no, nah, here yeah. comes another five ERA season. Who 
He's, he was like a fat guy from Curacao or something who, like that. Who, who would impersonate Sidney Ponson on the internet? It's it, apparently they were like it, in the story just kept going on with chilling, fighting back and forth. Somebody's like, there are three Sydney Ponson fake accounts right now. That's great. Like, that's great. That's great. That's that's funny to me. Also, Sydney Ponson unfortunately named Sydney Ponson because Ponson is a derogatory term that you call a fat guy in Spanish. Well, he like lived up to it. He had the he name. Was a, he was a of, plus size model on the right, he, on the map. He may as well have been called Sidney Gordo because that, <laughs> he's just a fat guy, and his name was fat. Um, yeah, Kurt Schilling. I mean, he's the gift that keeps on giving. If he wasn't such a shithead, it would be more funny. But it's just it just makes me sad and annoyed every time I hear his name. I really um he's he's, he's a he's a loathsome character. You know how you feel about Lance Armstrong or. How pretty yeah. much everybody feels about Lance Armstrong. I feel pretty much the same way about uh, Sydney, or not Sydney. Well, also Kurt. Sydney Ponson. <laughs> Fuck Sydney Ponson. Kurt Schilling, but also Kurt Schilling. Yes. Yeah, he's he's a huge piece of shit. And another thing, when you said you know how you know somebody's an idiot, another a great move is people who, oh, you get your facts from the media. I know. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Where do you get your yes. facts? Yes. Where do you? <laughs> Oh, Where I, do you get I, your facts? I, I, got my, I got my ear press. on the streets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they're my, biased. They're yeah. biased. They 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 totally planned that. It's like my well, uh, my uncle posts the real truth on Facebook. Yeah, I know the difference between an op ed piece and a, a like a an article right. like yes. reporting facts. Right. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite things too. Ed, we have a oh, hold on. Remiss in my duties here. Hold on, just hold on. This is my jam Brought to you by Rights of Bill My name is Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand it makes you think I'm cool not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Unbelievable This gets better every time I hear it Beautiful It's amazing Ed, we have another blackface scandal. Let's, How is this happening? I'll turn I'll turn it into a game. I'll give you 3 states mm-hmm. and you guess which one the blackface scandal okay. occurred okay. in. I think um, I can do this. Okay. California. Mm, no. Illinois. No. Or Oklahoma. Kaboom. <laughs> Oklahoma. Man, you're so good at these games. Yeah, it's this is the cowpokes of Oklahoma State. Apparently, um, it's a tradition. Um, every year, some college kids post an image of themselves in blackface on social media, and people wonder how this fucking happens. It happened again. An Instagram post was uploaded uh, with the caption celebrating our first MLK day off school. The picture shows four white women, 
two in blackface, happily posing in front of the Oklahoma State University flag. One of them is is sporting a shirt of their sorority, Oma Beta. I've never heard of that one before. Um, Ed, do we give them a pass because this is Oklahoma State and they probably don't know any better? <laughs> they don't. Yeah. But they can all go fuck themselves. Yeah. I think I think the appropriate punishment, and these are girls, but you know what? They made a big boy mistake here. Be like, okay, girls, congratulations. You're now on the scout team for spring football. <laughs> like, right. we'll see how it goes. Maybe, maybe they'll just take it easy. You're girls. Maybe... <laughs> But like we're going full contact, we're doing we're doing full contact in the spring, and you know hope maybe 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 you'll be lined up against somebody who's not a black guy. Maybe you won't. It's it's just like I'm I'm sort of in the camp where people are. I think we talked about this last week. People tend to be too sensitive about things, and this whole you know I'm triggered when you can't you can't talk about um stepdads because i'm triggered by thoughts of my abusive stepdad when you mentioned stepdad you know like there's it's it has you can go too far yes yeah you can go too far but i mean there are just certain things that we all agree as a culture you just don't do you just you don't you don't do your al jolson impression anymore it's just we we've all determined not cool not not remotely cool in a long fucking time. No, it's been a while. It has been a while. It may have been a while for um, Jamie Ayer. Mm-hmm. FYI, if your mom's name is Jamie, there's a good oh, The chance. mom's name is Jamie. Yeah, yeah. If your mom's name is, pro tip, if your mom's name is Jamie... Don't leave her alone with two of your guy friends. Because like this Jamie Ayer, she might you might walk in and find her being spit roasted by a couple of your buddies. Oh man. <laughs> this this forty year old the forty year old mom and I'm just I mean, I'm forty one, so this this chick's shaved at least ten years off her age because she's not looking forty. In my world. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the picture. That's- she's she's one of these cool moms that she threw a um, party at their house. You want to just go ahead and take a take a wild guess at what state this may have occurred in, Ed? I'm going to say somewhere not, not west, not midwest, not north. I'm going to keep going south. I'm going to say Wild Guess Florida. Oh, man, you were so good at this game. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah she, this mom let her daughter throw a party, have some dudes over. And uh, I like when they use this um, verb that the mom plied the underage kids <laughs> at the party with alcohol. I don't know about you, but I don't, when I was underage, I didn't need to be plied with any alcohol. Come on, come on, open up. Open up. I'd be like, what do you got? <laughs> like, I'll I'll do the plying here. Um, the mom, the mom not only let the daughter have a party with dudes over and drinking and whatnot, but she she got right in there, to, so to speak. She was partying with the kids, quote, the police said, quote, 
Jamie continued to socialize and drink with the miners, eventually telling a boy that she needed to shower and that he should come help her. Oh, man. Was she like an invalid? Like, did she need help? Did she have one of those chairs in the shower? He had <laughs> She's a, got a walker. Yeah, had to help her get in. Who needs help taking a shower at 40 years old? Turns out the woman didn't actually need help in the shower. Ed, uh, she reportedly led him by hand to, to a bedroom. Oh, I'm going to go slow here. Just imagine, just don't imagine what this chick actually looks like. Imagine yeah. she imagine she looks Pretend like... Pretend she doesn't have one of those faces of meth faces. Yeah, yeah. Imagine she looks like Jennifer Lopez or mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford. She led him by the hand to a bedroom, stripped, and gave him oral sex. Another boy told investor, investigators that he also joined in for, quote, group sexual activity (laughs) sounds like everything was going well until the threesome came to an abrupt and awkward end when the daughter walked in and saw her mother between her buddies ages 16 and 17 apparently the daughter who is a narc was so traumatized that she called the cops on her own mother. Ed, as we, you know, 16 and 17 years old, I think we can agree that this is a victimless crime. So it is, th- except those might be lesions on her face. So we, we might be <laughs> spreading no, I'm, something. I'm picturing her. I've already stricken the oh, okay, okay. image from my mind, Ed. <laughs> All right. I was I'm just saying her hot. Yeah, Okay. 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 She's, if she's if real, she was hot. She's real tan. She's got a nice round ass. I'm picturing Jennifer Lopez. Like this is this is it's J Lo, and I think J Lo did a movie where she was a teacher and she like accidentally had sex with the neighbor kid because she thought he was an adult. Which oh is like yeah, many, I saw the, the preview for fantasy. that. Yeah, and then he's like stalking her. Yeah, and then he starts stalking her. Uh, the the real the real monster in this situation is the daughter, right? Like, did she need to be such a narc? Yeah. She need to call the cops. She's got a fun mom. Just wants yeah. to party. Yeah. Cool mom. Oh. Okay, kids. Just put out a pet tray of pigs in a blanket and yeah. some Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> who's up Who's up for a game of finger cuffs with my mouth and butthole? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that, Mrs. Ayers. I never... There were no cool moms, like... First of all, growing up, nobody really had a hot mom. You know who the cool mom was? The mom that was out of town and her that's, kid threw a party that weekend. Right, that's right. The Those parents, were the cool moms. The parents that were a little bit older that didn't really know about weed, that they, you could just kind of go over there. They would go to bed real early right. and you could just party in their backyard. And they were, oh, they're heavy sleepers. They just right. really wouldn't pay much of a, much attention and you could just do whatever the fuck you wanted. Like those are the cool parents. It's, right. It was always a little awkward when somebody really wanted to kick it with their own parents or they're yeah. like, like, oh, no, my dad's no, cool. No, no, he's totally cool. Yeah, mm. my, my stepmom will buy the keg. And I, it was always like, eh, yeah, but then are, are they going to leave? Like they're going to buy the keg and then they're going to bounce, right? Because I don't, I don't, I'm not really into uh, drinking with your dad, Jim, and talking about the stock market. Yeah, 401k. Yes. Like have a, <laughs> send him on his way. Like I'm, I'm – 
I'm trying to get laid here. Your dad's cramping my style. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, okay, Ed. It is time for our very own pop culture correspondent to join us. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. Got a lot, a lot of positive feedback on our Patreon-only show that we did last week. If you're a Patreon subscriber and you have not checked it out, do yourself a favor and go to patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. And because yeah. you've paid for this content, you yeah, contributed. And you, get, you get to listen to something that I can't. Yes, that's right. That's right. I clicked on the link. It's like, you gotta be a, you gotta be a patron. Oh, like, that's a, hey, wait, wait, what? I, the, I, I'm on the show. I can't I thought, even, I can't even listen to it. You were there for it. You did a yeah. great job. Just, I, <laughs> I, I hadn't been drinking, but my yeah. buddy, I have yeah. to, you know, I, I'm yeah. on a dry January. My buddy's sure. like, oh, it was pretty funny. I was like, I don't even remember doing it because we did that at the end of the show. And it's like, yeah. you know, an hour and 45 minutes in yeah. like, I, I do more talking in this show than I do in a week. Right. So I don't remember it either because I go into the zone when I'm talking about That's sports. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you <laughs> so got, it's all a blur to me. If you guys haven't checked it out, we played a game. We played a little round of Ask Fancy where we took some listener where questions. You took the piss. And Kate <laughs> gave us a, 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 a thorough explanation of the game of cricket and then... Um, we asked her some very creepy questions from some of the listeners, many of which she rightfully declined to answer. So go there. Check that out. Patreon.com. I've definitely blocked that part out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. That is where you can hear some special content for the people that have chosen to financially support the show. And next week. <clears throat> That will include the infamous voicemail. Yeah, yes. and we'll have other stuff that we put up there. Might yes. be some pictures. Yes. Might be an exclusive pictures. Instagram story Whoa. from Ed oh. or pictures. Brian. Interesting. Whoa. Going deep there. I mean, not pictures of me. Yes. Yeah, okay. But before I get started yes. with the news. Um, yeah, this is the my real fa- news. One of my favorite part of the show is I get to shout out our new Patreon Subscribers. Contributors. Contributors. Heroes. Heroes. So I would like to welcome Shane Kumine. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Thank, I don't, thank you, Shane. C-U-M-I-N-E. Shane Kumine, yeah. Kumine. Shane. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Seriously. Shane. Shano. Shane You're a hero. Dean Rosencrantz. Oh, Dean. Also thank a hero. Thank Stud. you, Dean. And Justin Lee. Jay Lee. Jay you guys Lee. are all huge winners. Love you guys. I hope you yeah. guys appreciate the premium content that we are offering, and I hope you will continue to share and spread the word. Thank you. And also, you can you can feel better than the person next to you now that you've done such a great deed. That's true. That's true. You You're, can just strut, you can strut down the street and be like, fuck, I am better. Yeah. I'm better today. You do more. You give more. You give back. People say, oh, what do you do? You say, I give back. I'm a fucking hero. Not all I heroes su- wear capes. Right. I support the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, Kate, so much fake news out there in the world. We deal with real news. Of course, I'm talking about celebrity gossip, stuff that really matters in the world. Shia LaBeouf, 
Johnny Depp. Who do you think we? I was just thinking about this. Who do you think we've mentioned more on this podcast, Johnny Depp or Shia LaBeouf? I, Sh- Shia LaBeouf, I think, yeah. has got more mentions because he's he's unhinged all the time. Johnny Depp just—it's almost like yeah. we're a Shia LaBeouf fan podcast. Well, he did like that one time he worked out in jeans in West Hollywood. Like, how are you not gonna bring that up? Also, he didn't he had, put a bag over his head and get raped or something? At a yeah. exhibit. He did. Yeah, yeah. You could like go in a room and like uh, yell at him or something. He was like human. I think somebody jerked him off. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I think you're right. Over his head. Then he like watched his own movies for 24 hours straight in the right. theater. Like the guy, everything he does is stuff that's pretty interesting in a in a I hate Shia LaBeouf sort of way. So yeah, we've probably talked about him the most on this show. I don't know that I've ever seen a Shia LaBeouf movie. To be honest, I'd have I to wish think I could it. say the same. Well, you you probably saw that. Um, what's that one? Um, oh, you know what? I Indiana did watch Jones. the. I did watch when he was on uh, Project Greenlight. I saw that. I said that's that's kind of, how I became aware of him. Yeah, that was the first time we saw him. But it was uh, every one of those movies has been terrible. I, I only saw the first Project Greenlight, and I never watched the movie. But I believe he was co star. He co starred. I saw the one. I a- saw that. Amy Smart. Yes. Which she's one of those whatever happened to. He was young. He was like 12 or something. Uh, she yeah, And in yeah, uh, Road Trip, she gave us a, a good glimpse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of hers. Yes. I was. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Well, first of all, yeah. I have a very flip or f- very important flip or flop update. Oh, Ed. Ed's favorite show. I know Ed flip is fascinated flop. with flip or flop. Ed records flip or flop now. There's binge watched. All Definitely. the episodes it's this weekend. A and E. Well, Ed, it's you, on HGTV. Ed, HG, you HG. have helped the show snag more than two million viewers. Wow! As soon so, as as soon as Ed got know, interested, like, what, what was the deal? The, the one of them pistol whipped the other one or something? No, no, they got they got divorced in the husband. They got in a fight yes, one day, and yes. she ran outside. She fled the house, and he came. No, no, no other way around. He fled. Oh, and she came outside with a gun chasing him. No, he he fled with a gun, and he and hi, he, I reported the story. Yeah. <laughs> and he said he said he only had the gun with him in case some rattlesnakes or mountain lions. That's like Betsy DeVos. Yeah, DeVos. grizzly bears. And grizzly bears. Yeah. Right. Great yeah. comment. Um, anyhow, anyhow, the show snagged more than two million viewers. Number two behind it was an NBA game that scored one point four million viewers. Unbelievable! The other NBA game was Shocking. number three at one point two million. Shocking! So this is good news for Tarek and Christina. A lot of people thought their um, their ratings would really take a dive. Yeah, but now they're now getting, that they're getting a divorce, they're going to have to work together. I think that that's added to their cachet. Yeah. Like people want to see how they work together knowing no one, that they um have so much angst. If they if they they're like they're them. like the Wonder Twins, like Zan alone. And Jan? Alone. Is that what their names were? Zam and Jan? Zan Zan and Jan. Zan and the, and Jan. the dude always had to be like a water product. Well, yeah, he, <laughs> she was like I'll be I a lion. He's like I'm cartoon. an ice I'm Wonder an ice Twin powers what? activate. Did you? Did you? He always was country? a bucket of water yeah, or something. Was. I think he had. It was like a rule. He had Ice to be something water like. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, I will be Four the months. fiercest shark in the sea. I'll be a bucket of water. Like, what, oh great! What Good a cuck that guy Zan. was. To- <laughs> Zan was a total cuck. Obviously. And then Gleek was a real piece of shit. He just fucked with things. Gleek. 
He was the Who's... guy eating the, the radioactive yes. banana at the end Bleak. of every episode. Oh, my God. And I can't believe that you can recall all I this only, stuff. I only know, like, so Aquaman, Superman, <laughs> Batman, remember, Wonder I Woman. Was, I forget which <laughs> sketch show, but they were, like, doing a, a Hulk I remember that, too. Like, all right, you so do good. this, you take care of the fire, and they're like, Aquaman, you go talk to the fish. Yeah. Like, well, what is he doing? Yeah, Going to interview the shark. Such a shit power. Like, yeah, I know you're garbage. a bat. Like, you can breathe underwater. Great. And you can, Great. like, command blue whales. But what good is that going to do? There's a guy attacking the city. What are you going to do? Fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, hey, can you just get all the school of fish to form a big fuck you on the surface? That'll that'll be what you can do, Aquaman. Uh, well, good luck to Tarek and... <laughs> Christina. Christina, yeah. Musa. Anything else, Kate? No. That's, that's the only story you have. Just kidding. <laughs> um, TJ Miller is a very funny comedian. He star, is one funny. of the stars of um, HBO. There's Silicon a guy who doesn't Valley. give a fuck. He does not give a does fuck. Does not give a fuck. Apparently does not give so many fucks that he won't be charged with a crime for allegedly beating up his driver. Yeah. The Silicon Valley star allegedly got high on nitrous oxide and delivered a blow to his driver's head. He was arrested for battery. I shouldn't laugh. But no. nitrous. I mean, yeah. he's, he's old enough to know better, right? <laughs> yeah. Whippets. Wow. Whippets. He likes to party. So, yeah, TJ's facing a civil suit over this incident. I'm sure. If you he, go on T- I mean, TMZ, there's pictures of the empty nitrous. He's um, in canisters he on does, the on the ground of the on the the ground on the does, floor of he the he does transformers car. movies like he does tours stand up he's on silicon valley like he'll have to break this guy <laughs> off 20 grand or so here's a story that bothers me and like i get that you can't you have to be careful when you work for a network yeah but you're a comedian yes and sometimes tweets are funny because they're not politically correct, and they're right. taking a stab at someone. Sure. Yes. yes. So Katie Rich, the writer for SNL's um, Weekend Update, yes, sparked a backlash with her tweet targeting President Trump's 10-year-old son, Baron, mm. is no longer working mm. for the sketch show. Yeah. Wait, she got fired? In an, yeah, in an ill-conceived well, joke she wrote. indefinitely. In an ill-conceived joke she wrote on Friday, the day of Trump's inauguration, she wrote that, quote, Baron will be this country's first homeschooled shooter. Which <laughs> is that's a pretty funny, solid but joke. On top of that, that's inappropriate when you're coming at a guy who just gave scathing remarks on Twitter to the yeah. family of a soldier yeah. that died for our country. Like, He's also no- made fun of a, a disabled person. I agree, sort of. I don't. Uh, I mean, Baron's a kid, and he looks like he might be a little off. Well, so I, I mean, feel there's, like there's he, zero chance he's growing up into a uh, a nice, right. nice man. So I feel like zero. he's kind, he's kind of off limits. Like you could you can do because those other two shitheads they're they're open for business. Like you can really have I get a go it. With yeah, them. you can. You it, it. She she took a stab at it. This is yeah. more. This was yeah. more a shot at his dad. And he was just uh, yes. part of it. Oh, for sure. I agree. For I agree. Sure. But I, yeah. Um, Katie Rich has since um, issued an since, uh, apology tweet. I sincerely apologize for the insensitive tweet. I deeply regret my actions and offensive yeah. words. It was inexcusable, and I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, she has been suspended indefinitely, and she was not included. Her name was not included in the credits for a weekend update like this, this Saturday this night. Ba- this Baron and that 
Melania. I mean, they're basically hostages. Like, this Melania, she's from Slovenia. She hit the fucking jackpot. Yeah. She's occasionally got to suck his dick. and She knew what she was getting she, into. It's oh not like he was a different guy when they hooked up. Saying. No, he was totally down to earth. When she you know what I mean? She's, <laughs> and he's, he's the salt of the earth. He's, she's got to let his pasty, morbidly obese body. Hey, that's the deal with the devil right. that she made. This is the point I'm making. Lay on top of her every once in a while. But, all, but in exchange, she gets to fucking... Go to Saks every day if she wants. Yeah. Park Avenue she's at, shopping trips. Yes, here I come. She's at fucking Louis Vuitton. Like she's on flies private and eats at the best restaurants. Yeah, and that's, unlimited prescriptions she, to she Valium. Didn't, she didn't. She didn't know this shithead was going to run for president. Like she didn't. She thought he was just going to be a local right. New York this douchebag. Is like, this is like Brad Pitt didn't sign up for 14 kids in Cambodia. Exactly, exactly. Now now she's got a fucking motorcade where she, when she's taking that brat to school, and it's a, it's a whole thing. And she's not, you know, she's a, she's a Slovenian immigrant of... But uh, back to making fun of the kid, if yeah. she made a comment about how the kid looked, that's different than... Just, she was making yes. a comment about his dad. She was making a comment yeah, exactly about yeah. the environment that he's growing up in and how he's being raised and the man that's, you know, going to have the most effect on him as a person. Yes. She went for it, but this this backlash could have been, she could have expected this to happen. Like, Yeah, it was, it was it was an ill-advised, you just also, don't go after the kids. Stupid. Yeah, I think it's stupid wild. to fire her over mm-hmm. it. Like, what's going to happen? Uh, what, maybe a few people won't. aren't going to tune in? She's suspended indefinitely. That maybe that. Maybe they'll quietly have her back. Or she'll get right. A, a They're not going to make show. a big announcement. They'll just mm-hmm. she'll appear in the credits again one day. She'll just and what's going to happen? You're going to get boycott. Shuttled away to gold gonna, base, and we'll never hear from yes. her again. You're, you're going to get a boycott from the the Trump fan base. I mean, they shit on. That's what I mean. Year. Like, who cares? Yeah. They don't watch Saturday Night Live anyway. Katie Rich, if you want to talk about yeah, what happened? We want to talk about. You're what welcome happened. to come on this show and do it. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast mm-hmm. welcomes you with open arms. We sure do. We okay. got your back, girl. What else, Kate? Um, it looks like Bill Maher scored huge ratings for his um, premiere the other yeah. night. Yeah, not one of his better shows, in my opinion. Well, he snagged 1.9 million viewers, which is like 71 percent higher than last January's premiere. He he had Jane Fonda on, and I'm not sure why. She didn't really say anything. Other, you know, she's like a fuck Trump person, which is to be expected. I don't know. And at the same time, she can say that, but she fucking was married to, she was letting Ted Turner climb all over in the 80s. Yeah. I like, I like. She, but they, she got rid of him. I like that show. I like that. At least she's not still married to him. Right. I like that show. I like the first guest because it's usually a newsmaker. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Why'd you look at me when you said that? You're talking about yourself. I was trying to get a laugh in. You're talking about your own mistakes. (laughs) Not with you. Uh, like, well, Brian made a mistake, and prior. we're going to hear that on the uh, on the right. Patreon. That's right. Next week. That was, right. uh, that was a funny. That was my I first mistake. Uh, okay. What else, Kate? What else? Um, I don't know. Trump news. David Muir got a, the first post inauguration interview with oh, interesting Donald Trump. Um, I wonder how they dole those out because they want to go to a safe place. But then there's a lot on. It's gonna interview. I guess it airs on Wednesday. There's a lot, um, lot of pressure on the interviewer to 
ask every question and then because he says he lies pretty much every time you ask him a question. So if you just follow up on the first question, you'll never get past that topic. So it's like you you ask a question, he lies, you call him on the lie, you get him to respond, and then you go on to the next question, right? Because you can't just – you can't – it's – that's the line no, you, you got to walk. You, with go, these kind of you go watch old episodes of Leno or Jimmy Fallon. Right. You see their technique yes, and then you yes. go with it. Their hard hitting style. It's not yeah. really an interview, mm, though. That when was you some ask, election season, huh? When someone won't answer any question. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. It's 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 a difficult. It's almost a no win. Like everybody wants to be the one to get the interview, but it's hard to come out of that as an interviewer looking good. So we'll see. Yeah. Dave, that David Muir's got amazing hair. Are you familiar with him, Ed? I know you don't watch any. He really does. Network I, I, I don't even know what network he works. He's for. the he's the anchor on the. Um, he's ABC on ABC, the nightly news, and he's got a really like beautiful hair that he gels up to about six inches above his head, and he's very tan. He's very handsome, mm, very manicured. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, I know you guys have been worried about. Jay Z and Beyonce's house search that they keep getting like outbid on every house I'm, in LA. I'm very, and I know everyone's really worried. I'm very, are they ever going to actually be able to buy a house? Yes. Where are they going to live? Well, they have found a house that they're in love with. Yes, they're ready to make a bid. Yeah, in Bel Air. It's only two hundred. It's only two hundred million dollars. Holmby Hills. Oh my goodness. Two hundred million. Two hundred million dollars. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah, you can Google it. There's pictures of it. I'm just doing the... That's... Hold on, hold on. Okay, continue talking. Mm -hmm. That's all. I just thought that was shocking. I don't understand, like, when... I understand, like, like, really nice, like, landscapes and everything. But when you have a house that's, like, so big, I don't don't get, like... So big. Like, what's the point? What are you doing? I'm I'm totally with you. Like, what are you doing in those, like... 46 rooms. I'll be honest. I would get a little bit scared. I would too. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Like, I haven't haven't been in this wing of the house. It would really freak me out. Like, walking around, not knowing, like, if someone had, like, snuck in. Evander Holyfield built, like, a 15,000 square foot mansion. Maybe it was 50. Once you get in that. Yeah, there's 50. Yeah. I'm just clicking through the pictures, and it is insane. And it had multiple bowling alleys in it. And like, it was how, like how many how, like do you have a log jam of like, bowling in your house? Yeah, like somebody could be living in one of your bowling alleys and it has it would have been so long since you've been in that it wing. Is, of it the is house. in Holmby Hills, which is one of LA's more exclusive it's where, where the Playboy Mansion is. Neighborhoods. Yeah. It sits on four point seven landscaped acres. That's a lot of land. Same neighborhood that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West live in. Are building their big ass house in. Seven I would want. I would not want to be their neighbors. I know that they no. attract enough uh, yes. paparazzi on their own, but like the Kardashian paparazzi, no. they get tipped off every second. Yeah, that's a good point. Seven bedrooms, twenty-seven bathrooms, that's, fifty-six thousand square foot. That's home. a lot of bathrooms to the bedroom ratio. Uh, and you know who lives there now is Formula One heiress Petra Eccleston. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow, so, that's not the, that's you not were the, wondering wait, how some people live. Is that the spelling mansion? Because I thought that Petra Ecclestone bought the spelling mansion. Wait, oh, you've yeah, actually heard of Petra Ecclestone? It is. It is. It's just re, it's just referred to as the mansion now. It looks like she has put a lot of money into it. Yeah, Aaron Spelling. This that the house that Charlie's Angels built. 
Yeah. The love boat. Fantasy looks like she looks like she bought yeah. it in 2011 for 85 yeah. million dollars. So she's looking at a 150 million dollar profit. Yeah, 200 million dollars at six percent property taxes. That's like 12 million dollars a year. If I'm doing my math correctly, that's 12 million dollars a year just in property taxes. I'm not even talking about lighting the place. You got to have the lights on. That would be very stressful, even if I made that much money. That would stress me out. <laughs> Jay Z is sitting uh, sitting there at the table with the uh, the, the energy bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit, carry the <laughs> carry the four. Yonce, uh... <laughs> you've been running that blow dryer again. What I tell you about that? You know, <laughs> yeah, would it kill anybody to turn off a light in this fucking place? Hey, did you see that thing? I I meant to post it on the Baller Lifestyle Facebook page, Ed, about how um, Jay-Z and Troy Aikman are like twins. What? Yeah. Somebody pointed out that uh, on the football game this weekend, somebody pointed out on Twitter that Troy Aikman looks like Jay-Z. And if you like cut the faces in half and superimpose them next to each other. They That's do amazing. have pretty similar features. <laughs> they do have the same lips. I'm just they have the about they it. have the same <laughs> lips. The kind of same uh, shaped yeah, head. Like funny. they do. It's mostly the lips. Uh, is that it, Kate? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I was going to read this story about Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton on the Voice, but want, they're, a, they're a very odd couple. So boring. it doesn't it's, make sense. I consider to I consider Gwen Stefani to be one of the top shelf pieces of ass in all the world. I mean, a really, really, that's a real score. More up there than J-Lo. Not more than J-Lo, but nearly on the same level. But you would be plenty pleased to be with her. Yeah, like that is one, like you, you get Gwen Stefani, you have scored. And this guy, this guy's a hillbilly from Oklahoma. I guess the producers of The Voice, which is the show they met on and they still work on. Are getting paid a huge bonus, like way more than the other judges. Oh, um, really? To keep the spark alive on cameras, and the producers are really pushing for an on-camera mm. proposal. More than Adam from, Levine, yes, from from Blake. I mean, that's a gig right there. They probably get like three million dollars. They probably work about ten weeks. The producers want a lot of PDA and the, on and the show between the two. All of them. they got to do is be like, "You are going to Hollywood." Like, yeah, that's all they you do. You just get to be nice to everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like me, we here are sweating hour and a half every week. We're fucking hustling up stories. We're talking about shit. We're I'm, yeah. I'm spent. Yeah, you just have to react over there. Yeah, over there you're like, oh my god, you're amazing. I love you. And it's, wish, wish we three million dollars. We're gonna keep the other person though. Yes, <laughs> unbelievable. Anyway, this that, this Blake Shelton. I don't know what's what kind of magic he's got. Talk about a lucky MF. Yeah, because this is this you is struck gold, dude. Is, like, who are you? You're not that talented. Gwen Stefani is. You're a okay looking. High level. He's okay just looking. In general, like his whole oh, career, no. yeah. like yeah. Talk he just about, looks like your average dad. Talk about I mean, striking the this, jackpot. This guy had a. Shelton. I've seen a picture of this guy, and he had a greasy mullet, a greasy permed mullet, like that ten years ago. Yeah. By the way, I looked up that David Muir. Yeah. He. Uh, he looks yeah. like the uh, you know the average bad guy in a SBU. <laughs> yes, kind of yeah, episode, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, 
He looks yeah. he looks like he's probably the bad guy in half the special yeah. victims unit episodes. Yes. I can see that totally. Uh, okay. Is that it, Kate? Yeah, that's it. Excellent job all the way around. Yeah, great job, us. Excellent job, Ed Daly. Excellent job, Kate McManus. Hey, thanks. Until next time, this has been episode 153 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Tell your friends. Let's get some reviews in there. Yeah, review us on iTunes. We'll read your reviews on the show, maybe. We will. Potentially. Potentially. Especially if it's a raving review. Unless you're that fucking asshole that gave us a two star. Yeah, we still trashed him. Well, we addressed it. Again. Kevin. Yeah, fuck that guy. We need to talk about Kevin. Yes. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Review us, like us, rate us, do all that. Tell your friends. Be You're in on the ground floor of something amazing. The best thing you can do you besides giving us a five star rating and, yeah. is tell a friend. Yes. That's true. Tell a friend so they're missing out. Email a link to the show. That's the right. Lifestyle Podcast. Okay. Until next week, for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.